we are at a very transformational period when it comes to cancer research and cancer care. What was not possible a few years ago in terms of improving patient outcomes is now possible. We now can say with confidence that long-term survival, if not cure, is possible even for patients with advanced forms of many cancers. Today on 2036, the podcast, we'll be hearing from Suresh Ramalingam, a board-certified medical oncologist and the executive director of Winship Cancer Institute of Emory University. He specializes in lung cancer and the thoracic cancers and is actively involved in the development of new therapies that have potential to transform cancer care. Emory MD PhD student Carrie Jansen is your guide for this episode. Let's join the conversation. Welcome to the 2036 podcast experience. My name is Carrie Jansen, and I'm an MD-PhD student here at Emory studying how immune cells respond to and fight cancer. Tonight, I'm excited to be joined by an internationally renowned thoracic oncologist and physician scientist, Dr. Suresh Ramalingam, who serves as the executive director of our Winship Cancer Institute here at Emory University. In addition, Dr. Ramalingam serves as the assistant dean for cancer research at our Emory University School of Medicine, and the Roberto Goizueta Distinguished Chair for Cancer Research. Dr. Ramalingam's research focuses on the development of individualized therapies for patients with non-small cell lung cancer, and his success and impact goes beyond the walls of Winship, reaching across both the nation and the globe. He leads Winship's National Cancer Institute-granted specialized program of research excellence in lung cancer, and has published more than 200 peer-reviewed studies. He has served as the president for the Georgia Society of Clinical Oncology and was recently named Editor-in-Chief of Cancer, the peer-reviewed journal of the American Cancer Society. Thank you for joining us tonight, Dr. Ramalingam. Thank you, Carrie. It's great to be with you tonight. What would you say the ultimate goal for our team at Winship is? Well, at Winship, our vision is to discover cures for cancer and inspire hope. We are at a very transformational period when it comes to cancer research and cancer care. What was not possible a few years ago in terms of improving patient outcomes is now possible, if not for all patients, for a big subset of patients. So we want to take advantage of the enormous expertise, institutional infrastructure, and the talent that's available at Emory University and Winship Cancer Institute to drive discoveries, to drive cures for patients. And our goal is to improve the life of every patient with cancer, those who come to us for care and those from whom we will never hear again because they are all over the world. What steps are we taking to achieve those goals with our team at Winship? They're lofty and important goals, um, but how are we going to get there? Absolutely. We have a multi-pronged approach. Uh, We look at three missions. At the front and center of everything we do is taking great care of patients. We want our patients to get the best treatment approaches, strategies that come from team-based dialogue and conversations that bring the state of art science to managing patients so they have the best opportunity to fight their disease. The next is research. Cutting edge research we know makes a difference in the lives of people. We're here today because of the investments made yesterday on research. We feel that there are so many incredible ways by which we can drive cures to patients by investing in research. And we also know that great care of patients means research is integrated into the care of every patient. So by conducting cutting-edge research, we will improve patient outcomes for cancer. And finally, teaching. Uh, We're at an outstanding 
academic institution at Emory University. And we feel that training the next generation of doctors, nurses, researchers, and others supporting casts that are necessary for improving patient outcomes. Through that, we will be able to not only take care of patients that come to our campuses, but also have our trainees go to other parts of the world and be able to leverage their knowledge and expertise to help patients. As both a clinical and research trainee, I, you know, I feel really fortunate to have been a part of all three parts of, of those steps that we take towards, towards reaching our goals. You yourself have had an incredible career, both clinically and in the research sphere. Um, can you give some examples of how you've seen your work make an impact for patients both here at Emory or across the globe? We're at, as I mentioned, a very exciting time when it comes to treating patients. When I go to see patients in my clinic these days, the message that we give patients, we're able to give patients, is far different from what it used to be when I started uh, entering the field of oncology. Uh, we have many ways to help patients. Uh, immunotherapy, targeted agents, multidisciplinary approaches, latest technology brought into patient care. All of these are providing the ability for patients to fight their cancer. We now can say with confidence that long-term survival, if not cure, is possible even for patients with advanced forms of many cancers. Immunotherapy is used for treating 15 different kinds of cancers now, and there are a plethora of these agents. So the opportunity to work with scientists that bring the best knowledge, with physicians and staff that are top-notch experts in their field, every patient that comes here receives team-based care that brings research and the best expertise and experience to provide them with the best chance to fight their disease. The sense of collaboration, the spirit of working with one another, because not any one of us have all the answers to the complex cancer problems. It's by working together as a community that we're going to uh, address and answer key puzzles that uh, have been barriers to improving patient outcomes. So the collaborative culture that exists at Winship and Emory is another strength. And the third is the institutional infrastructure and commitment. Winship and Emory are committed to making a transformational difference for patients with cancer and are providing. This campaign is going to help us recruit more top-notch scientists, improve the infrastructure so we can conduct research that delivers cure for patients. And finally, the support from our community is remarkable. Winship and Emory enjoys a great deal of support from people who live in Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond. And it's with that support that we're able to dream big. Dream big to the point where we think that in the very near future, cure is not a hope but a reality for patients with cancer. Absolutely. Speaking of that sort of collaborative atmosphere that we have here at Emory, you know, I certainly have experienced that myself. What does it mean to you for Winship to be a part of this Emory family and this community? You know, we have great things going on within the walls of Winship, but I think in a lot of ways, some of that is made possible by the bonds we stretch across campus. Could you tell us a little bit about what it means to you to be a part of the Emory family and the Emory community. Winship is fortunate to be part of the Emory community. Now, we all know of freestanding cancer centers like MD Anderson Memorial that are not connected with the academic university like we are. And this particular connection makes us stronger because we have top-notch experts not just in cancer, but in infectious diseases, in nursing, in public health, that provide their expertise and bring their best knowledge. For instance, we know that tobacco or smoking contributes to a high percentage of cancers. Now, we have some of the best public health experts 
in the country at the Rollins School of Public Health that are helping us provide better tobacco control, advocate for tobacco control legislation, creating smoke-free homes, same way preventing cancer, understanding the risks at the population level, providing health with what interventions can actually reduce the risk of cancer. HPV vaccination, we know now, can prevent head and neck cancers and cervical cancer. Our public school colleagues are helping Winship make sure that as many people in the state of Georgia receive HPV vaccination at an young age when it's indicated. So having that expertise is critical. Another example is the COVID-19 pandemic that we're in the middle of, where we learned early on during the pandemic that cancer patients were at much higher risk of dying if they were to get a COVID-19 infection. We had access to top-notch experts in our infectious disease group who were able to guide us how best to take care of these patients, who were able to help us conduct research on understanding what factors drive the higher risk of mortality in cancer patients. And finally, when the vaccines came up uh, to prevent COVID-19 infection, uh, to have the expertise available to educate our patients appropriately and their families appropriately. All of these things happen because we're part of a great university like Emma University and have some of the best people in the world in their respective fields. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Before we take questions from the audience, where or how can our audience find out more or get more connected with Winship? Well, we're obviously happy to answer any questions to our audience uh, this evening. Uh, and if anyone wants to have more information, uh, certainly the winshipcancer.emory.edu website has a lot of incredible information. We also support a website called CancerQuest, which provides incredible amount of information for both professionals dealing with cancer and for patients and family members dealing with cancer. And finally, if anyone has questions, please reach out to us at Winship. We would love to uh, help you navigate whatever situation it is that uh, you're going through. I'd be happy to take any questions from the audience. Great question. Why did you choose to study cancer? Let's start with Gary. I've been fortunate to have a lot of great mentors in my life, and I think that's what I can attribute a lot of my path to. But I was captivated by scientific research at an early age and started out in infectious disease and then learned about the immune system and immunology and then became even more fascinated when I learned that there was something called cancer immunology and studying how immune cells respond to cancer. And so when I started my MD-PhD at Emory, I knew that's what I wanted to study. And the clinical experiences that I've had in oncology have only enforced that. I'm really captivated by the way that oncologists can work with the basic science level of patients' diseases on a daily basis and how, as a physician scientist or future physician scientist for me, um, we truly go from bench to bedside um, on a daily basis that we're able to take the latest and greatest scientific discoveries and take them straight to our patients as quickly as possible. And we're also able to take patients' problems in the clinic and use that to inform the questions that we ask in our studies in the lab. That's a great story, Carrie. For me, when I finished medical school in the early 90s, there was very little left available for cancer patients. In a lot of cancers, when patients were diagnosed, they got some palliative treatments and that's all there was. So the opportunity to make a difference was the greatest in oncology, in my view. And some of the early rotations that I did as part of medical school drove home that message. I also saw incredible opportunities for research, new knowledge that can change the landscape. And those things, along with some of the personal experiences taking care of patients with advanced cancer that I encountered during my medical school, all culminated in my choice to go into oncology. My question relates not to the research, but really the cancer itself 
is a big traumatic experience for families. Uh, it impacts uh, the patient psychology, the family's mental health, and the financial, and you know, all sorts of psychological issues. So I'm wondering uh, what is Winship doing to develop that arm of, I think, a part of treatment. Uh, so I'm just curious. Thank you for your continued support of Winship Cancer Institute over the years, Ms. Fury. I think uh, your question is spot on. Cancer affects people in more ways than symptoms and disease. There are so many ramifications of cancer to the patient, the family, and the immediate uh, community. Uh, now at Winship, we're introducing a new way of taking care of patients, which we call the Winship Way, which is a comprehensive patient-focused team approach, which we are already ushering in and will be highlighted in 2023 when we move into the new Winship Tower at the Emory University Midtown campus, which is our new 17-story building. And in this community where patients come in, all the care will come to where the patients are. And the care that the patients will receive will have the entire continuum, starting from not just the medical care, but the financial assistance, the diet nutrition support, their social services that they may need, and every other aspect that are critical to making sure the patients and their families are able to navigate this complex challenge. And ultimately, as we drive uh, cures for patients with research, better patient care, I believe that uh, these uh, aspects will become even more important because you can have all the exciting treatments if a patient can afford it then we are not going to be able to help that patient. So we want to make sure that cancer care is equitable to all. Every patient has access to the best care available. Just as we think about research to improve patient outcomes, if we used all the tools in our hand today to every patient with cancer, we will see substantial improvement in cancer-related outcomes in the United States. So uh, this is work in progress, but we're definitely thinking along those lines and we're making great progress on that. That's an inspiring note to end on. I think we're out of time. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed our conversation with Suresh Ramalingam. You can find more stories from 2036 and dive deeper into Dr. Ramalingam's research at 2036.emory.edu. That's 2036.emory.edu. This podcast was developed and produced in partnership with Ideas United and Emory's Division of Advancement and Alumni Engagement. This episode was edited by Ramsey Yunt and contains music by Cymatics and Denise. I'm Munir McJohnny, president of the Emory Alumni Board.